0: Hey there, Dre Redfern here. And really excited that you're here for another episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast. Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to let you know of a couple changes that we're going to make over the next few weeks for the podcast. The first one being is that we're changing the format just a little bit. The first way that we're going to do that is every other week, you're going to get access to some of the exclusive content that other individuals have paid for to join the Ultimate Advisor platform. Maybe they've attended a summit, one of our challenges, maybe they're in our mastermind or our accelerator program. We're gonna give you some tidbits of that content every other week for the next few months. And then in usual fashion, the opposite week, every other week on top of that, you're gonna hear from Brian, Brittany and myself in the normal foundational way that we've done things. So without further ado, let's jump into another awesome episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast.
1: Hi everyone, Brian Sweet here. Welcome back to the Ultimate Advisor Podcast. Today, we get to talk about probably my favorite topic, and that's how to surround yourself with big thinkers. And why would you want to do that? So I'd like to just open up today by talking about one of the programs that I've been in literally for the last 22 years, which is Strategic Coach. And as a financial advisor, you're probably familiar with that name and Dan Sullivan. He's been around forever and ever, and uh, originally Strategic Coach was Probably mainly for financial advisors, but I will tell you that having been in that program for the last 22 years has really, really changed the way that I look at my business. And a couple of things that I'll just not really to tout strategic coach, but just to talk more about why would you belong to things outside of the industry? I think as I've alluded to in the other podcast we did last time is you wanna surround yourself with people that think differently than you. And you wanna get yourself in a position where you are thinking out of the box. And by doing that, you will learn different opportunities, you will learn different strategies, and you'll force yourself to think about your business and how I can do different things to help me get to where I want to go. And one of the things that I would tell you is a strength of our firm is all of our key management people, including all of our leadership team, we all have in different programs to help them all get better. And we actually spend well over $100,000 a year on these different coaching and mastermind groups. And most people would probably think, holy cow, that's a lot of money and that's a big expense. But I will tell you, it's actually a very big investment in your future and in your team. And it pays back multiple times what you invest in it. And the relationships that you create and the concepts that you get, I can think of off the top of my head, probably at least a half a dozen tools that we use every single day in the office from thinking processes for when we're going to do a project and how to deliver the message and what it looks like to a team member so they can get it right to tools that when there is a mistake, how do you make that mistake something that's actually beneficial so the firm and the team is better afterwards? And if you weren't part of some of these mastermind and, and strategic thinking groups, you're not going to get exposed to those things that will help you move your business along faster. And another thing that it's done, not that that would be something that anybody in the audience would want to do, but I would tell you by being exposed to these groups, all sorts of new opportunities and new ventures have come about because of that. I've actually created three other businesses Because of being associated with people that just thought differently or gave me ideas or shared opportunities that seemed to fit or mix with what I was doing, and actually not only created more revenue streams, but also gave me opportunities to go and enjoy things that really give me a passion in addition to helping take care of the base business. And Brittany, I think I'd love to see your commentary on that because one thing that's marvelous about you is that you're a big believer in in the big thinking concept also and belong to several of those groups.
2: Yeah, you know, Brian, I think something that, that you've alluded to without saying it is that you have truly built a business that has a culture of thinking outside the box, of thinking bigger. And that's what I want to comment on is that I truly believe, and I know, I know Brian believes this, I know Dre believes this, that if you want to be the best, you have to learn from the best. And the minute that you believe that you have all the answers and you've got all the knowledge in the world that's going to get you the success that you need, that's when you're starting to fail, right? That's when you're going to start going backwards. Because I can tell you from experience that there is so much out there. So like Brian said, through his experience with different big thinking groups, different masterminds, different study groups, it's opened up a whole new world of opportunity. And I want to speak directly to the financial advisors out there that are maybe feeling, and I'm going to put this on the table, maybe feeling a little bit bored in your business. Okay. So maybe you've been in this for a while. You've been in the same game. You've been seeing clients for forever, and maybe it's just not as fun as it used to be. Right. And a lot of times, especially in the financial advisory world, we see this in this particular niche for whatever reason, financial advisors have a really hard time deciding what it is that they're going to retire to. So you spend all this time helping your clients really identify what they're retiring from, what they're retiring to. If you are a wealth planning firm, that is your bread and butter. That's what you do with your life. But then when you look at yourself, you're like, hey, I've I've devoted my heart and soul into my business. What's next for me? So when you look at your life in, in the big picture, I think that's one of my biggest takeaways is that... Just because you're doing something now, it doesn't mean that in a few years you're going to be doing the exact same thing. So whether you're listening to this to grow your business or you're listening to it to just get some, some tips on marketing or you're listening to it to just figure out what the heck it is that we're talking about, I think you need to go into these different situations with a very open mind and understanding that you might uncover something within yourself that gives you a whole new energy and excitement in life. And I heard this term recently on a different podcast that I was listening to, but the gal I was listening to, she said, I am here to be your coach, not your cheerleader. So that being said, I'm going to say this next, this next comment that if you are not growing, then you are dying right? Whether that is you as a person or you as a business. Okay. If you're not growing and you're not looking for new exponential ways to serve your clients better, to help your team level up, to increase your revenue, to increase your assets under management. If you're not striving for that, you are slowly dying. So that's the mindset that I think you need to have when you approach these groups. And a lot of them, if you want to be, again, if you want to be with the best of the best, it is an investment. It's an investment into your future And it's an investment into your business. And as Brian mentioned, if you really want to catapult and you want to feel like you're not the only crazy person out there, (laughs) you know, when you, when you go out to these different mastermind groups and you come back with all of these amazing ideas and your team's looking at you like deer in the headlights, what the heck are you talking about? You need to get your team exposed as well. You need them on the same page as you. You need everybody to be on the same train going on the same track in the same direction. So Dre, I know that you have also been one that is a huge advocate for extended learning, for surrounding yourself with great people. So why don't you talk a little bit about your experience as well?
0: You know, I think, you know, my mastermind and sort of educational experience has saved my businesses. it's saved my marriage. it's saved all of these things many times over for a variety of reasons. So, you know, my thinking when it comes to this is that I almost always want to be the dumbest person in the room. Because as Napoleon Hill said, you know, 120 years ago is basically you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. I 100% agree with that. And so if I'm surrounding myself with people who have had, you know, nine figure exits or who understand concepts at a high level that I'm just I'm constantly wanting to improve on, then obviously I'm going to pick more of those facets up or knowledge bits or, you know, whatever it may be from them now obviously if you're meeting with a you know a client you don't want to be the dumbest person in the room because you want to help them guide them down this process because you're the content expert in your in your advising realm but when it comes to expanding your knowledge base being the dumbest person in the room has so many benefits and so i'll just i'll share a couple of the, the the facets that have helped me so about four years ago My wife, who is a world-renowned photographer, incredibly successful, 13 photographers trained in her method who would shoot weddings for her, so on any given Saturday, she could have five weddings going on at any one time. Massive, massive business. Well, overnight, for a variety of reasons, two people made up a story, they went to the news, and they basically destroyed her business overnight in this online smear campaign. Well, it was all lies. And what ended up happening was, is this very successful 13-year-old business was completely demolished overnight. And so when you have, you know, 12, 13 employees, a business that's been around for over a decade and it's gone literally like in the snap of your fingers, what do you do? And had we not been in mastermind groups and had we not had a really intelligent and just really, you know, strong support system around us who could help guide us through this process, who maybe who had been through not necessarily the exact same thing, but similar things, I don't know if we would have gotten through it, you know, very easily. Well, what ended up happening was it took three years for this to play out in court. It took, you know, we we eventually won this this week-long jury trial, but Along the way, you have the court of public opinion to combat against. And being around all these mastermind groups got attention to the story. It helped us to win over the court of public opinion by using marketing and PR strategies and all of these other facets to clean up my wife's reputation, realize that this whole thing was completely made up and really get us surrounded with individuals who could help us get through this. And along the way, we got to interact with and work with people like Jay Abraham, who's like the marketing godfather. I mean, he charges $60,000 a day for his consulting services. We worked with some of the sharks from Shark Tank. So you never know which sort of direction these things play out and how it ends up working. But had we not been in mastermind groups, I don't know how it would have played out. So that's certainly one side of it, of it was a worst case scenario, we could lean on that group. The other side is, is being that dumbest person in the room allows you so many facets to pick up and learn all of the newest trends or all of the uh, the new concepts or learn from people who have exponentially more expertise in a facet than you do. Now, if you're an advisor and you're at the top of your game, you don't necessarily have to know about all of the you know, implementation strategies on marketing or selling or onboarding or culture, all of those things. But, if you're around other incredibly successful business owners or other incredibly successful advisors, it gives you so many tools that you could add to your tool belt that give you that leg up on your competition. So you could understand the marketing or the sales or the content or the culture facets, and you could take that back to your team to implement. And that's what they do at Suite. And there's so many facets you can do along with that when it comes to really leveling up. And so at a minimum, on an annual basis, we spend a $50,000 a year minimum for mastermind groups, study groups, these sorts of things. Usually it's much, much more than that, because just like Brian, it's an investment for us because it allows us to level up our game, not in stair steps, but in exponential leaps to dramatically shortcut that a time that it takes for us to reach our goals.
1: And Brittany, let me just comment on one thing that you said because uh, it really hit home with me. And I think uh, you'll probably chuckle when I say this, but I think having been in the business forty years, it's very easy to get bored. And you do the same review, and you go through the same processes. And you know, after a while of having done this thousands of times, it does become boring, to uh, to say the least. And One of the the advantages of of these mastermind groups or study groups is that when you get exposed to new ideas, those can be exciting and, and you can get involved in new things that now take the boredom away or forces you to delegate that boredom to somebody else and, and and go on to things that you have a more passion for. I would just encourage you that if you're in that situation where you've been doing this a while and it's getting dull and boring and and you're looking for something that maybe can help pep it up, if nothing else, the exposure to other people's thoughts and ideas will definitely give you some inspiration and and motivation to try other things.
2: You know, you both shared really interesting things. And I I have to circle back this one word kept flashing in my head is vulnerability. So when you go into a group, of very talented, very big thinkers, you need to be willing to be vulnerable. So, Dre, you just shared a story about your wife that could have, you could have looked at that as embarrassing, right? You could have just held it up, kept it a secret, wished it under the rug, and made it go away. Brian, you're sitting here saying, yes, 40 years in the same business doing the same thing over and over again. I can get bored. Okay, if if you are not willing to say things like that and make statements out loud, coming from a place of vulnerability, you can participate in all the masterminds that you want and all the study groups that you want, but you're not going to get anywhere, okay? So you have to be sure that you can go into this in a completely vulnerable state, which I know sometimes... And picking on Brian a little bit with the financial advisor personality or the financial advisor mojo, sometimes that's hard, right? Because you're looked at as an expert for so long. You know that you know your stuff when it comes to finances, when it comes to planning, when it comes to helping other people with their futures, you know your stuff, you know that you've got this, right? but it's okay to acknowledge the things that you're maybe not quite as passionate about anymore or the things that you're facing difficulties with, things that could paralyze you, right? Paralyze you if you don't have the right people around you like Dre talked about. I would add one more thing to that is that Brian at the beginning of this, he was talking about Dan Sullivan's strategic coach. And in strategic coach, I've also been a member of that for about seven years now. And they talk a lot on the concept called your unique ability. So the other thing that that I will I will add to this, and I think Brian, you would completely agree, is that by joining masterminds and by going into it with a sense of, okay, I need to find something that ignites my energy again. You know, sometimes that's what you're looking for. You're just looking for that little spark to really trigger you. So I want you to think about as you're kind of looking at, you know, what, what are the different groups that appeal most to me? Who are the people I want to surround myself with? Think about what gives you energy. Think about what gets you excited about life and what really kind of boosts that in your business. That's what you want to be doing more of. And then some of the other stressor stuff, you want to figure out how to get rid of that. So that's where, you know, when Dre talks about marketing or automation, getting some of those things streamlined in your business, getting your team behind you in the right way, this is all tied in together. Okay. So when you expose yourself to big thinkers, there's just so many different facets that you have to be aware of going into it to get the most out of your interactions. So Brian, I think, you know, you touched on this in the beginning, but I I want you to say, and I'm not tooting my own horn here. But what is the biggest impact that you experienced by getting me as your second in command involved in some of these programs as well?
1: Well, I I, I am going to toot your horn. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I will tell you that one of the great things of having people that think like I do, Dre does, and Brittany is when you share an idea and then you said, let's get that implemented. You absolutely know it's going to get done, but get done correctly because they understand the vision and the reason why. And the other advantage to that is by having somebody that's got the background and goes to the same mastermind groups as I do is while I'm in the office, it does give me a person that I can chat with and share ideas and bounce ideas off of that kind of gets the bigger picture because they have this expanded mindset that you know the average person that isn't exposed to these things may not have and it's not their fault they're just not exposed to it so i would just tell you the the level of thought and then the level of comprehension that you now have that you can apply to the other aspects of what you do it just amazing the results that you get and i literally don't have to even tell you to do these things because it's just kind of an innate part of you because you hear all this stuff from from other people in these groups
2: so you know i i appreciate you saying that brian and and something that i wanted to add to that that people may not know is that while you know i've been your second in command i've, I've worked with you for 10 years now 10 years plus part of us being exposed to some of these larger groups is we found a commonality between us and we actually partnered and started a separate business together. So that's the other thing too, is you just, when when we talk about opportunities and Brian talking about these different businesses that he's put in place, there's just a world of opportunity out there that you may not see until you start again, being completely honest with what drives you, being completely honest with what bogs you down and just finding those people that you can, Collaborate with, so Brian. To kind of wrap up today, why don't you just touch on? You know, I think mindset. I think that's the word, right? Just touch on mindset and how that really is everything. That's what it boils down to.
1: Yeah, I I would totally agree. I I think you're only as good as you know what you think you can do. And I'm a big believer. I love to read positive sayings, and so I think having this. Ability to be around people that have these positive can-do mindsets allows you to be in that state more often. And the more often you're in it, the better the results. And also from being a leader of your team, they feed off of you. So if you have a positive can-do mindset, think big attitude, that's going to rub off and they're going to want to be more like that. And so not only should you expose yourself, maybe your key leadership, but I would tell you all of your team members should be exposed to bigger thinking and opportunities to think out of the box because everybody on your team can get better when they're exposed to people that are better. So it's just not you, it's everybody. And I would tell you that given the opportunity, every one of your team members wants to get better, but they don't necessarily know how to get better. So when you give them the resources to be able to be around others that can help them expand and, and grow, that's just going to grow your culture, grow your team you know, automatically. So anything that you can do to enhance the mindset, the positivity of yourself and your leaders, I think you want to do as much of that as you can and that's going to lead into our next episode next week where we're going to be talking about getting the right butts in the right seats so stay tuned for that thank you
0: for being here today we look forward to seeing you in the next episode hey there dre redfern here and before you go we just wanted to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of the ultimate advisor podcast if you enjoy this episode, then please subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify, and be sure to rate us five stars on iTunes because when you do, you'll be entered into a monthly drawing for our Ultimate Advisor coaching program, which is a $2,000 value. And if you would like to access more of the show notes, additional resources, and our free premium content, then please visit ultimateadvisorpodcast.com. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the Ultimate Advisor Podcast. We'll see you there.